there, my name is Jeff, and welcome to episode 76 of the Game Sharks podcast, where we talk about our favorite thing in the world, vaccinations. We did it. The world's, like, back to normal. Oh, I, getting I, there. I eat in a we're restaurant. Sort of. Kind of. We're getting there. Kind of. I eat in a restaurant without... I've been entering buildings without masks. Right, yeah, and now I have my first head cold in over a year and a half. Thank you. <laughs> That's true. That was the best part. Is like, I didn't get actually just normal sick. Uh, but I think I got normal sick from my foster daughter. Uh, and, uh, I mean, sucks. I could, I definitely would have put at least me. some blame, um, on not wearing masks around like yeah. other, other diseases still exist. COVID oh, no. is not exclusive to protection from masks. I don't disagree. Um, yeah. yep. but yeah. I used to get a monster head cold every semester. I went back to school and I am fully expecting to return full force when I teach in person again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The the yeah. the trickiest part about this is I think a lot of people are going to realize that wearing masks normally is a good thing because it just prevents you from getting sick normally, regardless of COVID. But all of the COVID haters are going to like berate them so much for still wearing masks because that's how they operate. You said the phrase phrase all the COVID haters. Are you implying that there's anyone out there that doesn't hate COVID? They're like, yeah, I, you know I what love I mean. COVID. You know what I mean. I mean the people who like think that COVID is fake or like the have, have yes, that. Gotcha. That's the more accurate. Uh, Anyways, yeah. a little more accurate. We're on our way back to normal, and it's pretty nice. Um, we've discussed going back and recording the podcast uh, in person again, but it would require a lot of money to get the setup to uh, do what we've been doing with video on youtube and uh streaming on twitch and stuff like that uh money so, that i think would be well spent i think that'd be really fun i think so but are you gonna give me that money yeah okay. i'll chip in absolutely thousands of dollars over time <laughs> exactly so it might be a I'll, I'll start i'll start putting my change in a jar i tell you what andrew you donate your computer to the cause buy me a 3080 and then we'll, we'll talk a 3080? Yeah, okay. <laughs> and video games. Joining me this week, we have Adam. Hello. And we have Andrew. Hey. No one else was able to join us. Jose and Tcon were busy. Tcon last second bailed on us. Uh, even though Derek. You mean Derek. Derek, sorry. Uh, even <laughs> though this is the episode for him, if he was here. He's missing it. This is this is a big week. We'll get into uh, that later. Um, get it. Our main topic for this week is going to be... Th- we're in it. This is... Today was the beginning of Summer Games Fest with Jeff Keighley's, uh, Jeff Keighley's E3, I guess. And it, <laughs> it goes immediately into E3 traditional. So we got about five to six days of pure, insane video game announcements. And this was day one. Uh, it was a pretty big day for day one. A couple really big things. A couple smaller things that I'm interested in. And some, some pointless stuff. You know, the usual uh, press show announcement that, the usual spattering of everything exactly. random. Uh, so we will discuss that in full in the later part of the episode. But we're going to start off this episode how we like to start it off. And that's with an email. <gasps> what? Uh, this, Mike, this email comes in from a new friend of mine. His name is Michael Hartley. He said, hi, all. 
I've recently discovered your podcast and I'm really enjoying it. I know at least one of you has said that they are a Madden gamer. Not sure about the rest. I sold my Xbox One a year ago and had exclusively been playing Switch. I don't regret this decision except for being able to play Madden. However, I have heard rumors that Madden 22 will be coming to the Switch and may be announced at EA Play Live in July. I also think it may make sense to be announced at E3. I am just wondering what thoughts you have you all have on this subject and if you think it is true will it only be on the switch pro parentheses i would not want to buy a new system so what do we think do we think we're going to get madden 22 coming to the switch this year uh are there currently any other madden games on switch i don't believe any of the madden games have come to switch so far i'm not sure i don't i'm not really a fan of those myself yeah no um adam you're the biggest football fan in general i haven't played a madden (laughs) game since madden 99 on my ps1 i've never played a madden game i used i had one for the wii ages ago that my dad liked to play oh really it's like one of the few things i got him to play yeah they're fun you know they can be yeah it's a fun sp- it's, sports sim. I think the Madden games do a very good job being a football. Yeah, if you're sim. if you're gonna play a sports sim, I think Madden are you know among the better ones for sure. NBA 2K is pretty good too. I mean, I guess it depends on what sport you like. Yeah, exactly. That's very true. It really does depend. Um, Except don't play FIFA. I I personally don't think the that Madden will come to the Switch unless we get a Switch Pro, uh, and then it may do the streaming streaming to the normal Switch or cloud service to the normal Switch switch pro require kind of thing you know mm-hmm. i just, yeah, just need a little switch bit of a boost i feel I mean, like yeah. nba 2k is already on switch i guess that's a good point i know like it's, it's I, I, I would i would say those those games are pretty comparable power power wise so i guess it just depends on how further how much further the adult relationship between ea and nintendo goes yeah I know initially EA was like, seems like people don't like our games on the Switch, but then they're doing things like putting FIFA 18 and 19 on Switch, but 19 is the exact same game, and the only thing they change is the number. Um, So EA is kind of weird with their sports games on Switch. They definitely have to be dumbed down to be able to perform on the Switch. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel like this could go either way, but I personally don't think it's going to happen. Although yeah. they, they would make money. It's just about them evaluating, okay, the amount of effort we have to put in to downgrade it for the Switch, will we make that back plus some by actually putting it on the Switch? Yeah. Yeah, fair say. enough. Uh, thank you for the email, Mike. It was good to hear from you, and uh, we hope that we get to hear from you more in the future. All right, let's move into our news for the week. So uh, last week I had talked about that strange uh, letter that Andrew got in the mail with all the alien <laughs> text and how it was going to be a sweet ARG and everyone was excited about it. And then the the general consensus was like, oh, yeah, this is going to be a Fortnite thing. Well, turns out it was a Fortnite thing. Fortnite Chapter 2 Season 7 is all about alien invasions. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't but really care to we talk We have Rick and Morty content. Yeah, Rick and Morty and Superman are coming. Uh, so there's that. Just- yeah that's it's weird enough as it is yeah um fortnite uh has surpassed super smash brothers as the greatest crossover game of all time sucks <laughs> but it's true yeah i mean uh it depends on what lens you're looking at it from like widest ranging crossover i'll give it that yes yes fortnite pulls from so many aspects of, of popular media uh whereas there whereas smash is a video game celebration but i think 
that like in like it's like they're doing different things better you know because fortnite all the characters are are skins mm-hmm. right uh whereas Everyone's smash the same thing still in in smash every character is a representation of that character's source material in moveset and art and animation basically in in all capacities every smash character that releases uh is filled to the brim with detail yeah that i think that it is like it's it's on the same level as fortnite in a different area yeah i see what you're saying i agree i think smash is more interesting but fortnite is a wider net like you said adam so well said andrew well said all right let's talk about chicken nuggets i don't oh know God, did this. you did you see this both of you i did, I did uh-huh. see how, could, how could you miss this so on ebay a chicken nugget that was sold in the shape of one of the among us crew members vaguely <laughs> sold for a, almost a hundred thousand dollars uh it was uh someone had just happened to get a, a chicken nugget from mcdonald's <laughs> That looked like someone from Among Us, like one of the guys. That's the end of the story. It's kind of yeah. dumb. People will spend money on anything. It came in Great. a vacuum sealed bag, although I'm pretty sure McDonald's nuggets will just naturally last forever anyways. Yeah. It, it wasn't going to go bad. I mean, yeah, it's it's an imposter meat. Uh, I see what you did there. That was good. And I and I hate you for it. I don't know if you had that planned coming in or if you just thought of um, that. that was I thought good. of it like a minute ago. That's pretty good. I like that. Uh, yeah. I, was so like, I would not people have. People are psychopaths. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, the bidding started at 99 cents. Wow. And after 184 <laughs> bids, got to $100,000. So it only took 184 people? It was actually uh, uh, it was probably $99,997. Yes, it was $3 short of 100000 wow. Cause like what fool would pay a hundred thousand dollars for that chicken nugget, idiot? Uh, Sorry. 9, wait, so all you're, so all you're telling me is nine hundred ninety-eight is my cap. So really, what you're telling me is all I have to do to pay off my student loans is go find an obscure piece of food shaped like a video game character, and I'm set. And, but okay, yep. but it can't be any video game character. It has to be Among Us or Fortnite. If you get a chicken nugget to do the Fortnite dance, you might be in business. Yeah. <laughs> Which noted. It, I gotta take note of that. Could because it might still be alive. All right, let's talk about Overwatch for a second. Overwatch Two, yes. Uh, the hype is slowly starting to build for that game. There, every month or so, we're getting a little bit more detail on Overwatch Two. But for now, traditional Overwatch One is getting crossplay between PC, Xbox, Switch, and PlayStation, which is really cool. Is this uh, this is the first non-free-to-play game that has crossplay among all four platforms? I think. Is it? Am I wrong in saying that? I don't know. I have no, no, idea. no idea. I didn't. I wasn't even considering not free to play games. Knockout City did it first. Oh, that's true. I guess that did Which have. Is technically, technically not a free game. I get. Um. I've never considered which, like, whether or not the game is free or not. It yeah. feels like a, a pointless stat, like they do in basketball. I guess that's true. Um. So yeah, this is really cool. Uh, nothing incredibly extensive to talk about here but i'm yeah. assuming overwatch 2 will launch with uh crossplay among all the platforms it would just make sense one, at this point one could assume we could hope yeah 
Yeah. I wish that I wish this was implemented way earlier though, because maybe it would have allowed me to get back into Overwatch with friends who don't play it on PC. Mm. Yeah, that was always tricky to like if you had anyone that wanted to play and you're like, Well, I play on PC and they're like, What's a PC? Not yeah, what's I, a PC I had a I had a friend who was like diamond on Xbox and she wanted to play with me but on but I was like, I play on PC and she was like, Oh well, I'm not as good on that. So <laughs> All right. Here we go. Let's talk about Ratchet and Clank. <clears throat> Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart comes out tomorrow. I don't know about you, but I pre-downloaded it onto my console, I think yesterday. Reviews I have not are coming out. Yet. Reviews are coming out and it's looking pretty good. I think on Fantasy Critic right now it's currently the highest rated game out of all by the games. By 1 point. By 1 point it's out at 89 beating out yeah. uh Monster Hunter Rise which was 88. Uh, and it takes okay. two. And it takes two also had an 88. Um Ratchet and Clank is on my team, so there we go. Um, but yeah, the one thing I wanted to talk about, because obviously I think we're all gonna play this, uh, or except for Adam didn't have a PS5, so I can't. Sorry, Adam. Uh, Darn. But we're gonna play this over the next week and talk about it next. No, two weeks from now. Two weeks from now. Because next week is our E3 extravaganza. But apparently, there is a gun in the game that teleports objects from other PlayStation games into the game. <laughs> Yeah, um, that's, that's actually pretty nutty. Yeah, the the weapon's called the Rhino Eight, and it's basically a like a dimension warping gun. Some of the things that you can see is the Thunder Jaw from Horizon Zero Dawn, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, also apparently stuff from Sunset Overdrive can be launched in the game. I haven't looked into. I don't want to look too deep into it because I want to be surprised with what does appear. But it is stuff from other. Uh, Sony games, which is kind of cool. Yes. Yeah. Uh, now talk about crossover. One of the coolest parts about Astro's Playroom was that it was filled with little Sony nuggets from like and very obscure references too to franchises that you probably wouldn't even expect Sony to remember. Uh, and so I hope that we see some surprises with this, maybe some deep pulls. Yeah, it could be really cool. Uh, like I said, I intentionally didn't look too far into it because I want to be surprised. I want to see exactly. something crazy pop up. Like, and I don't know if just the Leviathan axe shoots out of the gun at some point and just cuts a bunch <laughs> yeah, of people. Right? Like, that'd be crazy. But Or maybe maybe the head of Mimir. <laughs> exactly. That would be Stuff even like better. Around. Uh, I would love that. Uh, all right. We got an announcement. Battlefield 2042 has been officially announced and it is coming in October. I wish Tcon or Derek was here to talk about this, but neither of them were able if to show only. up. I don't have a ton about this to say. My only thing that I know is that we promised Brett uh, and Austin over at the Intergamer podcast that we would play the next Battlefield. So we are, and we are I, obliged I to, to play it. I, play, I plan to uphold that. Um, so yeah, DICE has announced it. It's Battlefield 2042. Um, it's going to be 64 players. For the multiplayer and it is well technically 128 players 64 v 64 oh sorry yes per team thank you um uh and they're describing it as p- player versus player versus environment so yes. they're saying there's a lot of like uh catastrophic environmental events happening monsoons tornadoes tornadoes i I bet you we're going to see like a volcano eruption or a tsunami lightning storms, stuff like that. Yeah, so basically yeah, yeah. the environment is one of the big things with battlefield is it's maybe destructive meteor. Maps. meteor. Um, it's destructive maps is a big feature of the battlefield games. So th- having the 
environment and the elements destroying the map alongside the players destroying the map is kind of the new te- uh, new twist that they're taking on it. Mm-hmm. It's in. It takes place in the year 2042, so expect near future stuff, not crazy far future stuff like some of the yeah. Call of Duties have done in the past, but like a, a near future. Maybe some yeah. crazy drones and stuff of the such. Uh, I've personally never played a Battlefield, Andrew. I know you haven't, Adam. I highly doubt you have. I have not. But I'm excited to give it a try. I know Tikon was saying he's super excited for it. He's, Absolutely. He's our resident FPS player. Um, so maybe the next time he comes on, he'll be able to talk more about it. They are So they only just kind of did a reveal uh, the mm-hmm. other day. And they are... They're planning on showing much, much more at the EA Play Live so- Showcase in July. I thought they also announced that the gameplay reveal is coming on Sunday. Oh, is it? Yeah. In the, okay. in the At the end of that trailer, they said gameplay reveal on June 13th. Oh, cool. Okay. I missed that Unless part. Unless it said July 13th, in which case I'm a big dumb dummy. That's possible because I know for a fact that it's they're going to show it at EA Play Live, which is in July. Um, but the first direct gameplay will be shown on June 13th uh, as part of E3. So good yep. catch there. I had missed that part. Yeah. It's um, so, it's so weird that they had to and the trailer was 5 minutes long too, but and it was all just cinematic soldiers fighting each other with little details that I'm sure only Battlefield fans will have noticed. Mm. Like, you know, the I, I was reading comments about the vehicles they were driving and like the tornado obviously that showed up like halfway through. Uh and, and but to me as a uh, from an outside perspective, it just felt needless and i'm like why couldn't you have made this two minutes and di- like directly led into gameplay instead of doing a pre-announcement to your gameplay reveal i don't know because this doesn't really sell me on the game you know i want to actually see it in action i mean yeah. for a lot of people like, who i know i know waiting. it's going to be mostly the same as every other battlefield game yeah um unfortunately none of us are remotely close to battlefield experts so we don't have much to say on this so sorry to everyone out there who wanted us to go in depth about battlefield we're not the right people but i said well uh, yeah we'll wait until after we know more yes and uh that's it for news pretty light uh Uh, you don't want to talk about xbox Oh, I forgot the Xbox the thing. X, the Xbox thing? <laughs> How did I not open that? Uh, is it not in the dock? There it is. Oops. We have one more piece of news. The Xbox <laughs> thing. Um, so, uh, we've heard rumblings of this and like that this is the general idea of what Microsoft wants to do and Xbox wants to do going forward. But uh, they basically confirmed today that Phil Spencer said that they are planning on having the Xbox ecosystem, including Game Pass, be a part of things like thumbsticks that you plug into the back of TVs or just having it installed directly into TVs, uh, similar to how some TVs come with Amazon Prime and Netflix and Hulu pre-installed on them. Like my controller to my TV has a Netflix button. A lot of uh, TVs have that. Uh, So going forward, this might become a thing where TVs just have Xbox game pass built into it and there's the a- xbox ecosystem automatically built into it and you're gonna have to buy uh, a tv uh oh, i was gonna say you have to build, buy a tv with like a terabyte hard drive but that's not true because it's all going to be streaming yeah yeah you wouldn't even need that it's kind of nuts yeah this is part of like the xbox cloud service uh so here we go 
here's a bunch of uh bullet point hot takes not hot takes but bullet point uh statements xbox is working with tv manufacturers to build xbox experiences directly into internet enabled tvs with only an extra controller required to play this would presumably use game streaming services rather than seeing games stored on the tv hard drive xbox will also build streaming device for cloud gaming which will allow players to play xbox games on tvs or monitors without the need for a console um later this year cloud gaming will be added to xbox consoles and xbox app on pc meaning that you can play games before you buy and download them this could also mean that you could begin playing games while they're downloading um xbox cloud gaming in a browser will soon be open to xbox game pass ultimate members support chrome safari and edge that's the one i'm most excited for so i can just open any chrome browser on any of my devices and just start playing some of my xbox games Mm-hmm. that's gonna that's be nuts. insane i hope it just works better than stadia uh i imagine it would uh it'll probably be similar to stadia just have more uh care behind it from microsoft yeah because you know it seems like google's half-assing their whole video game venture where xbox is like okay we've we fucked up last generation it's time to time to make good and do everything absolutely perfectly so we win all of our fans back and they're yeah. doing it. I was a lapsed Xbox fan. I was a huge fan of the 360, and then I had no interest in the Xbox One generation. But I'm all in on Xbox again now in the Series X era. So that's exciting stuff for the future of Xbox. Now, if only yeah. they had games. Hopefully, oh, I, I think they they will. We'll see what happens uh, on Sunday for them, right? Um, Sunday's the big day. Yeah. Uh, well, I believe it was Jason Schreier said that Starfield is getting revealed at E3 and it was going to have a late 2022 release date. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I'm still hoping that's, for this year. that's one. That's one game. Halo. You know, a year and a half from now. Halo two, two games, two, two um, whole games, two whole games. All right. That is all we have for the news. Does anyone have any new or interesting games that they've started playing or have gotten deeper uh, into that they want to talk about? Like yes. an hour ago, uh, Andrew uh, got me to play Knockout City for the first time. Ah, oh, what are your thoughts on it? <laughs> Surprisingly satisfying gameplay. Right? It's really fun. Like, I did not really expect that, but it's it is a lot of fun. Though we got our we got our butts handed to us, but mm, it, yeah. it had a surprising amount of depth that I didn't expect. It does. It, to have. it really does. But hey, it's fun. Yeah. Not much more I could say about it. I played one match, so. <laughs> Truly. Um, I beat the first boss in Returnal. And, yeah. And nice. then I, I went to the second biome, and there was a dead body on the ground, and it said, do you want to redeem or sacrifice or something along those lines? And I hit redeem, and then I fought a big scary monster that killed me, and I was really mad about it because <laughs> I was like, I didn't know this is what this was going to do. It's a roguelike. It's, it's trial and error. And that was my I, criticisms about it two weeks ago, where the game's too long. The runs are too long for that kind of trial and error. It's like, well, there goes an hour and a half. And, I, uh, I, see, I never uh, encountered that feature. No? No. I never once saw like a, a possessed scout or like a past body of Celine that tried to kill me. I so never it, found any dead bodies. Really? Yeah, never happened to me. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I just wasn't connected to network features or anything, but it just 
Never came up. It was really frustrating that that happened really? to me. Yeah, because I was like, this is a really good run. I'm going to finally get to explore the second biome. And I died in the the first. It wasn't even a room. It's just like the open area at the start of the first, uh, the second biome. And I just died. Yeah. I was well, really the, I haven't touched it since. The good news is that you don't have to beat the boss again to go to the second. So biome. do I just go? You like, just go to the gateway. When I, the gateway is just always open? Yeah. Okay. That's nice. Um, so yeah, that's my only update there. It's fun. Sweet. I like the game. We'll see if I keep chipping away at it. I have a uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrate came out today. It's true. Uh, so I'm planning on playing through that in its entirety again. Probably after Ratchet and & Clank. And the and, intermission. And the UV DLC. So uh, make sure if you're out there and you're going to play Integrate uh, that and you got a free upgrade from Final Fantasy VII Remake PS4 that you have the correct version selected when you go to play it. There's three dots next to the play button on the home screen. And if you are playing the PS5 version, when you click on those three dots, you'll see the option for the PS4 version. If you see the option for the PS5 version, that means you're currently selected the PS4 version. So make sure you swap. Um, apparently, they fixed the door textures, which I'm very excited about. Ooh. Did you, Do you remember problem? that when you went to Cloud's apartment and the door was just this like blank slate of like no it just had no detail to it It was the weirdest thing do not remember that Uh, yeah i pointed that out uh when we first started talking about it over a year ago um but yeah i'm excited to get hop into that and ratchet and clank in the coming weeks what about you andrew what do you got well in preparation for rift apart i played a good five or so hours of the uh 2016 ratchet and clank uh, I believe previously I had only played for a little bit, so I didn't really have uh, a good read on the on the game loop as a whole. Mm-hmm. But after playing through a decent chunk of it, I I uh, it's really fun. Um, the I and I, it's it's hard for me to I think fathom how like I guess different that the new one is going to be. Uh, but like. I feel like just the little improvements that they are going to make in Rift Apart are are going to like be very telling. It like from what I hear, what I hear is that they took all of the right lessons uh, in Rift Apart from the uh, from the 2016 one. Mm-hmm. So uh, it just it, it makes makes me even more excited for Rift Apart. The uh, the gameplay is super solid in the in this one. Um, it's very very addicting because you have a number of weapons and every time you like do damage with the weapons you're like building uh an exp bar for that weapon and when you get it to level five it upgrades uh permanently and it's all the weapons are really cool um so that was it it's a it's a pretty simple game all things considered uh you know it's like it's a pretty basic third person shooter but yeah it's like it's like a, it's a, like a character platformer but a shooter yeah yeah kind of i'm yeah it's uh it's wetting my appetite for a rift apart which Sweet. comes out tomorrow very excited i do i do also want to kind of talk about the last week or two of smash yeah i think that's how, a good idea like we we so at where jeff and i work we recently hired uh some new lab a uh, new field techs and a uh an intern for the summer uh and like the intern for the summer walks in on the second day and Jeff goes, you play smash. And he goes, yeah, I play smash. I also used to play league of legends. And so oh, him, him and the, and two of our field techs have been playing smash with us on lunch. 
so I brought we we moved out of our office back to the the lunchroom upstairs. I brought in my 55 inch, uh, so we have a, a larger screen to play on, and it's been it was been very refreshing playing against new people. Yeah, and it gives us the opportunity to put some of our knowledge to the test because we are like teaching them things because like they're way worse than us. Uh, yeah, the two of them are are very bad. Uh, I said, hey, why aren't you teching when you hit the ground? And one of them goes, what's a tech? Uh, so, but the intern, he he knows stuff, but he just hasn't he been refined. He's pretty good. Yeah, he's decent. Uh, it's like so. he understands how how like competitive smash is played and how competitive fighting games are played like he understands the concept of neutral uh but he he still has that like frat house mentality where like he only plays on final destination you know no legal stages of platforms which is a very big part of competitive uh yeah. smash and he i think doesn't he he he's where we were before i started watching competitive smash jeff where he like understands what every character does understands all their move sets and understands how to play he just doesn't know what are the best options for his characters yeah, he doesn't so know like he's not he's tech. not going he's not going for setups he's just using raw fundamentals but he's he's pretty good yeah he took a he took a couple of games off me legit today with his doc did he yeah he, nice. he beat well i'd say he beat my mewtwo super legit like he was up three stocks to one at one point uh wow. and the second game i killed myself two times on roy at yeah. like 45 percent. goodbye adam we lost adam that's all right welcome to this uh episode of the super cast bros <laughs> adam <laughs> where we talk about smash super smash bros <laughs> which is very funny that that happened to be exactly what we were talking about adam was like yeah i don't want i don't want to be a part of this anymore yeah uh I, yeah i've been enjoying i feel like you've been in a real rut lately and this is a good chance for you to reinvigorate you you're starting to pick up Do uh diddy kong which yeah. we both agree is one a cracked ass character and he's insane uh -huh. but he's so fun to play playing around he's the very banana, satisfying uh the, bat the banana is a very interesting mechanic because it's like an item but it kind of breaks the game because it causes tripping but uh, your opponents can also play around it. Your opponents can yeah. catch the banana and use it against you too. So it adds. Welcome it's like, back it's, to the Game Sharks podcast. <laughs> I feel like it's a totally balanced uh, thing, and it's just fun to play around. It's so unique. There's only a handful of characters that have yeah. interactable items. You have Rob Gyro, but that doesn't stick around very long. Uh, yeah. Who else has interactable items? Peach has turnips, but again, yeah, as Peach. soon as those hit the ground, they're gone. Whereas Diddy Kong's banana can sit on the ground. Uh, once you throw it once, Snake, it'll, it'll sit there. Snake has grenades, but yeah, yeah. and it's, NC4. But yeah, it's really. But fun. yeah, I mean, I had a it. It's 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 fun because I have been, I think, it, it like shown a light on myself about like because it's something that I knew the whole time, but it's not never really something that I like said because in the moment I just complain about shit. But it's like I've just haven't been playing smart, and when I play against them, I also don't play smart. So the like the reason that they seem to do better against me, and now they have this this like they don't they definitely do not view us as equals. They no, like, they think I'm much better than you, which isn't yeah. necessarily the case. No, uh, yeah, we just have but very different play styles, and I think my yeah. play style favors worse players playing against yeah. worse players. Exactly. And like, cause I am very much not really thinking and just going in all the time, trying to hit them with moves, trying to mash at them, but they're also mashers. So 
like certain like with Doc, for example, like he, uh, Mark can can beat me with Doc because he like if we go to trade in the air, most of the time I'm going up with like a Greninja forward air or like a Mewtwo nair or something. But his Doc nair is already out, and that's a lingering hitbox that comes out pretty quick. So he like he'll beat me with that. Um, so I I tend to uh, take a lot more percent than I would um, I because agree. I'm just I'm just not playing smart. Yeah, whereas I, my method is tends to be very slow and controlled, dissecting my opponent, learning their patterns before making actions. So, and when the, when they are not mechanically sound, it's easier to dismantle them. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been really fun playing with new people. We've always like, Wanted I've always said, I was like, people, yeah. Andrew and I are the best Smash players I know, and I've never played with anyone better than us, so I have no concept of how good we are. And I know we're not like top tier Smash players, but apparently we're pretty decent. Yeah, like I bet, I bet if we like, if we like just sh like short up our mistakes, or even like like I bet we could be top twenty in the state, like maybe in like right now, possibly. Maybe yeah, there's really there's cool. potential there. There is for sure. Uh, I would love to try to go to, uh, to tournaments in the future, but who knows with how crazy my life currently is. Yeah. Uh, my my sister-in-law just texted me, texted me. So maybe you guys can answer this question. Do you know what video game is anime and has a girl character who basically only wears black and white and has black hair? <laughs> I can't. That, that, what, what, you have no that, idea what's, how little that narrows yeah. it down. Yeah, yeah, what's that meme? Like, you have no idea how little that helps. I just said it. You have no idea how little that narrows it down. Yeah. Nothing's uh, <laughs> <laughs> <My> okay. <laughs> Uh, what did you say? Ble wears black and white and has black hair. A girl character who basically an anime game. Yeah, only wears black and white and has black hair. I I can't think of anything off the top of my head. It feels vaguely familiar, but then again, that's not exactly a. It's super not, unique descriptor. It's not near Automata, right? Because because Two oh. B has white hair. Oh, Two B does have white hair. Because that's the first thing that I thought. That of. does sound like 2B. Maybe they mean at Final Fantasy 15, but they think Noctis is a girl. <laughs> uh, the thing is, she doesn't know a lot of video games. So, like, I feel like I just said, is it 2B from Nier Automata? And she's probably like, who the fuck is that? Yeah. Um, quickly, before we move on to our main topic, because you're done uh, with uh, what we've been playing, right, Andrew? That's about yeah, it. I mean uh, we have we have someone in chat who has uh, something we want to discuss real quick. Uh, this is Dark Sage Nine One One Seven, and they said, "I am in the m minority, but I feel more futuristic and modern day settings do not work for Battlefield. I believe World War Two is the best setting to stay in for a while. Historical games, to me, allow me to connect with the characters in a way a game like Battlefield Hardline never would, because I had family who was in World War Two. And yes, while the setting has been down." Has been down to death, done to death. I feel there is so much more potential in the setting than 2042. I understand and can agree. One setting for a long time gets stale, and the times come to try something new. But this idea with World War II has been done to death, and I disagree. I feel now is a perfect time to do something else in the setting and tell new stories about uh, the have not seen in the Pacific or Italian theater. And move away from the modern day and futuristic settings these new games are going to. Uh, it, I actually totally agree. I think uh, Battlefield 
granted i've never played the battlefield games um but i could definitely see the battlefield just sticking to to older settings world war one world war two cold war stuff like that just because uh call of duty has dabbled in future stuff and i feel like too little success and i feel like there are so many shooters out there that are doing the future stuff you have halo you have titanfall as two really big examples why not stick to what you know and what has been working great for you people love the battlefield games that are take place in the past and i feel like first person shooters that take place in the past are becoming few and far between so if you are one of the, the big names in the genre still you should stick to that i kind of i definitely see what dark sage is saying here and i kind of agree with them obviously they have their personal reasons for wanting to yeah. be in the past but as a general thought i like the idea of it still being older i don't know what do you guys think i entirely disagree i would i would much prefer games take this route and go near future far future i liked called i liked black ops 3 with the wall running and the sliding you know and the futuristic stuff i never played advanced warfare so i don't know you know about that and i know infinite warfare got into a lot of space stuff mm -hmm. but i've seen a million world war ii games and they all look the exact same to me i think that the most interesting ones are ones like the rumored call of duty world war ii a game that's upcoming where it's going to pose you know hypothetical what if scenarios of like what if world war ii never ended you know play with the play with your video game nature and make a false history uh to actually make it more interesting than just you're in the 1940s you know because i think from a pure mechanical standpoint like it's not that interesting to me i like when the like the near future allows for some creativity some maybe some you know brainstorming on what the possibilities could be um, cause I think that like, you know, just sticking to the past, that's just, you know, it feels to me like the most standard first person shooter, uh, that can be because it's just people and guns, you know? And I feel like that kind of game has been done a lot already. Yeah. I see what you're saying, but yeah. like I was this saying, is, this is coming from somebody who does not play first person shooters. Yeah. I think the fact that so many other games do do the crazy future thing and like are doing all this stuff it's nice to have one franchise stick to that and like i like the idea that you have like alternate past where like like a a, a past where hitler didn't lose the war and you're still yeah. fighting world war ii but it's in i don't know the early 70s it like went on that long or something weird like that you know yeah like do stuff like that that could be really cool yeah and that's what i'm saying i want that kind of stuff that sounds really interesting yeah, that could be an interesting middle ground. Um, but yeah, thank you for the discussion, Dark Sage. That was nice. Uh, do you guys want to take a break before we go into our main topic? Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Uh -huh. Yeah, I, I, I go for a break. Okay. Yeah, same. All right, guys. Uh, uh, we are going to take a break then, and then when we come back, we are going to get into our main discussion topic of yeah. Summer Games Fest. <laughs> Okay, everybody, we have returned, and we are now going to discuss everything that was announced in Jeff Keighley's 
Summer Game Fest kickoff live 2021. So this is like the pre-E3 show. So this is Jeff Keighley's doing his own thing called Summer Game Fest. And it's basically... This happened last year and E3 didn't happen. So uh-huh. he he kind of is like standing his ground and being like, I'm going to keep doing this. Why not? Okay. So it's yeah, basically it worked. two E3s in a row, kind of. Anyways, we got a lot of really cool announcements here. So we're going to take this time to kind of go over each of the announcements and talk about how cool or dumb it is. All right. Ready? What the heck? Oh, we lost Adam's camera. That's okay. We're going to keep going. Uh, evidently, the evidently the enter key on my number pad turns off my camera. Wow, interesting. Uh, all right, so the first thing that was announced that I want to talk about is Tiny Tina's Wonderlands is coming <laughs> early 2022. So I read this name initially. So I this was happening when I was at work, and we had a pretty crazy day at work, so I wasn't able to watch it live. So I just saw like headlines of things. Uh, and then didn't really fully understand a lot of it until I went back and watched all of it. So when I read the headline for this, I was like, this sounds dumb. And then I watched the trailer and realized that it's just a fantasy world version of Borderlands, and I got so excited. More specifically, it is almost legitimately Tiny Tina being the DM. Yeah. And running and running her own Dungeons & Dragons game. Yeah. Uh, so it includes voice actors such as Andy Samberg, Wanda Sykes, Ashley Birch, and Will Arnett. Yeah, that's awesome. It's gonna be so cool. Uh, so like yeah. you just like you watch the trailer and the guy is holding back dragon breath with gunfire. And how is that just not something that I need in my life? And then there's something about a unicorn butt at some <laughs> yeah. point. I have uh, I read into it a little bit. I there's some kind of farting unicorn. I haven't played any Borderlands, but now I want to. Yeah, this sounds so fun. I'm very very excited for this. Uh, evidently i had to look it up evidently their equivalent of D is called bunkers and badasses uh, i was gonna say like badasses and buttholes <laughs> that's a pretty good name for it close close enough uh, but yeah just like take the take the borderlands formula and apply it to a more fantasy rich setting like how could that not be fun yeah no i'm really excited for this i think the borderlands uh style will work super well in high fantasy uh, I didn't know I needed this in my life, but I'm very excited for it. All right. After that, we got an announcement for Metal Slug Tactics. So Metal Slug was traditionally an NES game. It was just kind of like a side-scrolling tank uh, army type game. But yeah. they turned it into a tactics game. And I don't know if you guys watched this. No. Nope. Oh, it looks so good. Um, oh, Hold on. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, I started to play it and audio coming through the podcast the anyways through, but yeah. um the art style like it's snk so think uh all the snk like king of fighters and stuff it's that art style uh for like its animation cutscenes, but the pixelation uh or like the the art style for the gameplay is like a pixelated uh like 16-bit style on a tactics grid but it's not it's not like a defined grid. It's kind of an ambiguous grid, it looks like. Uh, but it just looks so good. It looks like it's going to play really, really well. It's got a lot of yeah. fun, crazy characters and whatnot. I love tactics, obviously. Everyone knows that. It's my favorite genre. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I wasn't expecting this, and I ended up being incredibly excited for it in the end. Yeah. I uh, have a fun story about Metal Slug. Sure. In that when I was in elementary school, 
my I had a friend who said he played Metal Slug, and I did not believe that that was a real video game because I didn't know that a slug was another word for uh, an artillery. Mm-hmm. So I thought, thought he was, was talking about... about the animal slug made of metal, and I was like, that's ridiculous. That's not a real video game. And uh, little did I know, years later... Now I Years want... later, he moved away, and I before he moved away, I didn't, I or like I didn't r- realize it was a real thing until after he had already moved. So I never <laughs> got to be like, "Hey, sorry, sorry." Now I want a video game about a slug that's made out of metal. I know. <laughs> um. All right. After that, we got a very weird trailer of Sam Porter Bridges from yeah. Death Stranding, and it's like. He's in a room, and it's got some Metal Gear vibes. There's some guards in uh, a maze-like area. And then Sam takes a box off a shelf and jumps in it, and it's giving really strange Metal Gear vibes, uh, solid snake nonsense. And it makes you think, is he going to sneak around in this box? Is this just Metal Gear? What is happening? Uh, And it turns out that it is Death Stranding Director's Cut because, you know, if there's anything we needed, it's for Death Stranding to be even more insane and nonsensical even even more kojima uh so yeah that's happening we're getting more information about that later it's coming to ps5 uh then we had jeff goldblum come on and he started saying a bunch of buzzwords and uh at one point he was like you need to control something and i was like is jeff goldblum announcing control 2 uh but it's just jurassic world evolution 2 which apparently I was looking up the open critic scores for Jurassic World Evolution, and uh, people didn't really like it very much. Yeah. So that was a little bit of a letdown. I thought he was hyping up something really, really cool. Uh, A Korean MMO called Lost Ark is coming to the West in the fall. There's another MMO for those MMO fans out there. I feel like that doesn't need much discussion. There's a game called Sable. Uh, This was that game where that woman sang that thing, correct? I did not watch any of these. Oh, you're killing <laughs> nope. me. Sorry, um, I'm, I'm looking through a few of them now. <laughs> yeah, it's just like very interesting hand-drawn art style. Very intentionally low frame. It's a very visually interesting game. And like you're kind of running through a desert. And uh, I don't know exactly what you're doing. You're on like a speeder bike. Think like Luke on Tatooine living day-to-day life. But maybe some magical stuff happens. Don't know a ton okay. about this. But could be really cool uh among us is getting some new modes it's getting hide and seek which i think could be really cool yeah it's just another like fun thing yeah i think they could make some some really fun game modes in the among us framework uh and hide and seek is definitely the top of the list um apparently they're adding new roles so i i I interpret that like as, a like a doctor. Yeah. Like in, in um in uh, what's that game? Um what's the game? One Not Night Werewolf. No, well, Mafia. Yeah, yeah, Mafia, yes. Yeah, so like one I don't know if like if the doctor finds a dead body they can bring him back to life or something. I think that'll be way more interesting cuz just having it be like, oh, you're either one of the eight crew members or one of the two imposters. It's like, okay. Yeah, I wonder if they like actually like took inspiration from things like Mafia and Werewolf. And I'm just, sure they did. Like it's decided, like the yeah, that's how we make our game better. With the exception of it being 
like a video game and there being more to do, it's much closer to the role dynamics in Secret Hitler. Where in mm-hmm. Secret Hitler, you have at max 10 players, seven of them are liberals and three of them are fascists. It's not a, it's not the same like you know goal because there are different objectives to winning, but it's, but you are it's, it's the same yeah. it's the same like uh you know amount. Mm. Um, so this could be fun. We randomly yeah. played it for the first time in a long time. So I mean, if we got they had more stuff, I'll go back and try. Just like imagine like oh yeah, that was the perfect kill, and then he just comes walking through the door like didn't I just kill you? Yeah. So if they do add something like that with Doctor, it'll add a lot more like counterplay versus I think a bit more strategy perhaps having more to do will be interesting like having mm. a role that's not one of those two roles that currently exists i think could really add so much to the game yeah, um, also they're already making, so popular they're making a new map and new colors one's called banana <laughs> and you just have a banana on your head um that's a color yeah, yeah they it's said like new colors color. maroon um ruby banana <laughs> and the, the they had a bit. Of, it was really weird. Um, so yeah, that'll be interesting. Kind of cool. Uh, we got Salt and Sacrifice. This is a sequel to Salt and Sanctuary, which is a um, online co-op uh, roguelike dungeon crawler type thing. Sort of, yeah. It looks like web browser style graphics and whatnot. I it doesn't mm-hmm. appeal to me very much. Um, I don't know if this one struck any interest with you guys whatsoever. I played like 30 minutes of Salt and Sanctuary. Oh, what did yeah. you think? With my, I put it my friend. Uh, controls are a bit weird. Mm-hmm. It's like it's one of those things like once you get into it and know what you're doing, it seems to be fun. My friend Dwayne loves it. Yeah. It's kind of like, like a 2D Dark Souls, yes. A little bit. Just like the bosses were definitely a little bit punishing. The combat's a little weird. It's I really don't know how to describe it. Like, I kind of felt the controls were a little wonky myself. Like, it wasn't really flowing right for me. Like, does that make sense? Yeah, sure. I get what you're saying. Like, moving around and doing what I want to do did not feel as smooth as I would want it to. Mm. That was kind of my only complaint about it. You know, it's interesting. But I don't have much more to say on that. Fair. Uh, we are getting... I don't know if you guys are familiar with the two-point games, but we are getting a new two-point game, two-point campus. This basically seems like it's modern day or new version of The Sims. Um, there's How is that what hospital it is? Hospital where basically it's The Sims, but you're, it's a hospital. This one is like a college campus. Um, seems interesting. It's coming in 2022. Uh, we're getting new Tarkov stuff, which I wish Derek or Tikhan was here to talk about because I don't <laughs> have anything to say about that. Uh, Stranger Things is coming to Smite. I always forget that Smite skins are collabs like there's avatar skins in smite and you basically yeah those are so cool some of the gods i always forget that smite is a video game yeah Yeah. i was never a smite player um so you can play as 11 or hopper or demi gorgon or whatever they're called uh here's something that was interesting to me um there's a game coming out called the anacrusis uh and it it's a left for dead like but it's coming out around the same time that Back for Blood, which is made by the Left 4 Dead people, is coming out. So it seems like yeah. a very bold choice to try to put out a Left 4 Dead game against a new Left 4 Dead game made by the Left 4 Dead people. 
Uh, so it looked. We'll see. It looked like a C tier video game trying to do the same thing as Leopard Dead. Um, so I don't know if this is gonna succeed. I think it's gonna not do so hot. Uh, but who knows? We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. It could be like the surprise hit. Any Vampirade the Masquerade fans out there? Because it's getting a battle royale. What? <laughs> of course. Yeah, is Ma- Vampire the Masquerade Blood Hunt is a, a vampire battle royale. Because if you if you didn't think you needed one of those in your lives, you're getting one now. Everything needs a good battle royale. That's true. We're getting a new Tales game. I have personally never played any of them. Tales and Symphonia. Uh, the Tales of is like the the series, and then they each have a different thing. It's called Tales of Arise. I think we already knew this. Um, but we finally got a trailer for it. Uh, so that's really cool. Uh, it's a action JRPG. So I know Dan Santos used to be a big fan of the Tales games, but I have no input on this. I don't know if you guys do or not. No, no I don't know anything about Sorry. the Tales series. Uh, we're getting Fast and Furious vehicles in Rocket League. Cool, but why would you ever not play as the DeLorean? I think, Fair point. I think I still have the DeLorean. Um, we got, they talked a little bit about Overwatch 2, just showed off Baptiste and Sombra, how their new yeah. designs have changed. Uh, as, as you can tell, things are getting a little bit less interesting as we're going on. Uh, planet, planet of Lana! Uh, it's this, it's a very interesting looking game. It's, they refer to it as Off Earth Odyssey. Uh, it's a hand painted game, so it kind of, very slightly gives me uh ori vibes but like i thought the same thing looking not, at the trailer like not as absolutely dummy gorgeous as uh ori is but it's got a similar similar hand-drawn vibe to that uh yeah not sure if it's a metroidvania what it is but it looks really cool it looks really really pretty i'm i like it for that reason uh that's coming in 2022 it's made by thunderful which i think is the new name for the studio that made the um steam world games correct i have no idea thunderful games thunderful games yes cool steam world nail it uh monster hunter stories 2 got a new trailer i skipped through that because not for me endless dungeon got some gameplay shown uh, I think this is another. This is a multiplayer roguelike, I believe. Okay, that could be interesting. Yeah, Two <laughs> B is coming to uh, to Fall Guys, which is really funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, got some news on COD Zombies, Far Cry Six. They had they talked to Jean Carlo. Wait, 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 dial that back a little bit. What about COD Zombies? Um, they are. They announced Deviation Game Studio in a partnership with PlayStation. So uh, the creator of Zombies has teamed with fellow Treyarch veteran Dave Anthony to start a new studio called Deviation Games for more of the studio partnering with PlayStation for their new IP. So basically the guy who made Zombies, Cod Zombies, uh, made their own studio. Nice. So keep an eye out for that. I will. Um, but da 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 we got some new back for blood gameplay, but again, a lot of the stuff that they said uh, about this is also we're getting more details later. I know we're getting more black for blood details later in the week. Um, 
there's making Evil Dead the game, and it, but Jeff, these are world premieres. World premieres. <laughs> Every time someone says the phrase "world premiere," I want to shoot myself in the foot. Um, a little harsh. Uh, the Evil Dead the game. This just looks like Dead by Daylight, and uh, what's the other one that's like that game? Uh, there's two of them. De- Friday Dead the Thirteenth. No. Where it's like oh, the yeah. asymmetric, like one yeah. big bad guy versus four survivors. It very much seems like that. Um, so that was just about the whole thing, except the one the more one. thing. Jeff Keighley started, big to, one. He started to lose his shit at the end. And I was like, why is Jeff Keighley getting so incredibly excited over this, whatever this next game was? Uh, although I already knew what it was because of this. So I was like, oh, I see what he's doing here. Uh, because Derek texts us immediately, and this is the main big reason why I really wanted Derek to be on this episode. Elden Ring is real. Yeah. It got a release date. Oh, wait. Seriously, yeah. it did? January yeah. 21st, 2022. Really? Elden 2022? Ring, Elden Ring will be releasing. We got a gameplay trailer for it. It looks absolutely bonkers. It looks so cool. Yeah. The I did, world is I really perused pretty. the trailer a little bit. There's like a horse that just like appears out of nowhere underneath you at times. It looks like he, it looks like at one point he did a double jump with the horse. Yeah, which uh, is just nuts. Yeah, yeah, all of the monster designs that they showed in like the hot reel at the end looked like really unique and wacky in like the most Dark Souls way, and like the 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 combat looks like classic Dark Souls, but like with whatever new twists they've come up with. So it's like sweet. Yeah, uh, this world looks really cool. Uh, I'm watching it again right now, and it does look... It, it just looks stunning. I think the thing that stood out to me the most in this game, it may have some of the cleanest and coolest animations out of any video game I've ever seen. Uh, like, there's the part where he's fighting that boss with the like all the arms that kind of falls out of the sky at him. Just watching that boss move is so cool. Like, I don't know, man. It just seems to move so realistically and fluidly i don't know if you you guys agree or not but the animation so far that they've shown in some of these cinematic scenes are pretty astonishing yeah yeah i'm, I'm watching it again right now and it, now that you like point it out it does look really smooth yeah uh it just fe- feels natural and it's weird to see such a unrealistic creature move in such a natural way okay like when animators like when they get shown these things like this is what we have to animate they've got to think like okay how would something like that move yeah and it just goes to some of the creativity of okay yeah you nailed how this completely made up abomination would probably move and i'm buying it Hmm. which is just a credit to them yeah it makes it so convincing if i don't play bloodborne before elden ring uh, Elden Ring will be the game to get me to play a, a Souls like. Yeah, it should really be Demon Souls. Is this uh, a is yeah. a PS5 game or is it a? Uh, it will also be coming to PS4 and Xbox One. Oh, nice! So worst mm-hmm. case scenario, you will be able to play it on the PS4, Adam. Andrew, yeah. what, are, what are your thoughts? Um, you didn't speak much about it yet. On Elden Ring, I said it was. Did you not hear all the times I said it looked really fucking cool? Oh, I just <laughs> like I, I don't do know. I I've only that? I've only played the two Souls games, and I don't have an affinity for like high fantasy or Lord of the Rings or Game of Thrones or anything like mm-hmm. that. So, 
I hope that this is a step in that direction for me. I've always wanted to get into Lord of the Rings, but I never have quite taken the leap. I've taken a taken a dip, as I've seen Fellowship of the Ring maybe three times in attempts, all three of them, to watch all of the Lord of the Rings movies. <laughs> never, I've never gotten past halfway through Two Towers. Hmm. Um, so I hope that this is the the version of high fantasy that gets to me. Because I think there's some cool there's cool stuff about the world, and obviously everybody loves it for for a reason. Um, but I I'm super pumped for it because I love the Soulsborne games now, and I want to see how the most modern version of that will play. Um, especially something that's like you know, because Sekiro was is technically the most recent version, but it's such a unique take on it that it's almost not the most it's it's almost not it's it's, it's like its own thing right so yeah, yeah it's bordering this, this, on its own yeah this feels like it's it's moving much closer back to the original souls roots so i uh i want to see how that how that looks on the on the new consoles and everything um that being said jeff i think it's time to play play the sad horn and remove tikon from this fantasy league <laughs> yeah right because what's that that's uh He's got God of War definitely not coming out. Elden, Elden Ring. Ring and Lego Star Oof. Wars. And oh, his other games are Final Fantasy 16 and Far Which, Cry 6. I don't have big hopes for Final Fantasy 16. Far Cry is definitely coming out. Uh, and Halo's, I'm Maybe fairly coming certain, out. coming out. Uh, we hope. So, yeah, I guess we'll have to talk to T-Con and see if he's <laughs> enough of his games aren't coming out. Where he's like, all right, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> Just let him. Yeah. And we'll fight for Halo and Far Cry. I will not fight for them. I would fight for Halo, but um, of course you would. Uh, man, I have faith in Halo. Uh, but yeah, I guess that that was everything that was announced at Summer Game Fest, uh, or at least the Jeff Keaton yeah. kickoff live. Yeah, because there was like another stream or something, right? I saw at one point two live streams, and then there was a bunch of other trailers for games. Like a, there was a one minute gameplay trailer for Solar Ash. Yeah, um, that wasn't announced. He- it was announced here. I remember watching it. It looked cool, but it was like really quick and short. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that looked really cool. Uh, there was a lot of like random small things trickling out all over the place. It's gonna. I'm gonna do a lot of work over the next week to get every every interesting thing that happens into a single document, so that next week when we do our big E3 discussion, we have. Yeah, there's gonna be much more we over have the next our week. Own deep dive documented list on everything that gets announced. Yeah. And then we can definitively decide who won E3. Yeah. We'll uh, see. That'll be fun. Um, but I guess that's really it for Jeff Keeley. Uh, also, there's some Axiom, 2 Ver- Axiom Verge 2 gameplay. I haven't yeah, talked a yet. lot of it. Tunic. Oh, I forgot to talk about Tunic. Um, that's like a, a Zelda-like that's coming. It's going to be an Xbox exclusive. It's this little fox, and it's basically The Legend of Zelda. That looks really cute and fun. I'm excited for that. Um, but yeah, I guess the, the only thing left for us to do is some trivia. Just, just me and Andrew. (laughs) So I didn't, I didn't come up with any trivia this week, but I thought we would try something, uh, fun. (laughs) So, yeah. Okay. I Googled the phrase video game trivia. Oh boy. (laughs) Oh no. And clicked on the first link. So this oh boy. is this is icebreakeridea.com slash video game trivia. Oh god. Uh so this is just like the grab bag of trivia? It's, it's 80 questions. 
I don't know. I think we should decide Just now. Just do the first, like, ten. You want to do, you wanna do ten? All right, we will do the first. Ten is solid. We will do the first we get a, ten. We'll get a few extra minutes of content. Okay. Uh, I mean, at this point, like, we've only been going for, like, an hour. Let's fucking do all 80. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. We'll see how we feel after 10. Uh, but I haven't looked at any of these, so I'm also going to participate. Oh, so we're all going to play? I all love this. three of us are going to do this. And I let's like, do all okay. let, Yeah, let's do all 80. You want to do all 80? Yeah, dude. Let's fucking I got, do I got nothing better to do. Let's do it. Fucking. All right, let's go. 80 best video game trivia questions and answers from Icebreaker Ideas. All right, you guys ready for this? <laughs> yeah, sure. This is the history of video games trivia section. I think there's, it's yeah, it's 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 broken up into sections. So here we go. Question number one from history of video games. What is the first commercially successful video game? Oh, God. <laughs> this is so stupid. Uh, It's, it's. It's Pac-Man, right? I'm gonna. My guess is Pong. I was gonna oh, guess Pong as well. Pong is right. a good show. Pong answer. Is a good guess. It's Pong. Yeah. yeah. Adam, Adam and Jeff get a point. All right, we're gonna <laughs> rapid fire these two. I don't want to okay. like spend a lot of time thinking about. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what is the best-selling video game of all time? Um, I feel like I've asked this. Tetris. You yeah, it's, it's gotta Tetris? be Tetris. I'm going with Tetris. I isn't it? Is it not? I'm gonna say. I'm going to say Tetris. I'm going to say Wii Sports. Oh, it's probably... It's Minecraft. Oh, that makes, that makes sense. Ah, what was what year was the Super Nintendo Entertainment System released? The Super Nintendo? What 89. year was the, the SNES release? You say 89? Yeah. E 88? I think it was 92. I think it was the year no. I was born. Uh-uh. 91. Wow. Uh, yeah. I knew it was really close to the year I was born. Damn. What is the highest-selling video game console to date? I know this for a fact. Yeah, PlayStation 2. Yeah, it's PlayStation 2. Yeah, uh, if you guys you, say did so. Did you have a guess? <laughs> We're gonna no. Guess. I was going to say, if you definitively know it, hold off and give everyone else a chance to yeah. think. What yeah. if we, instead of competing, two. what if instead of competing against each other, we just do collectively and see how many see how we many get. we can get? You want to do that? I, I think that's fun. Uh, yeah, why not? All right, so there's just, no winner? We'll, yeah, we'll yeah. just pull our brain power. So, okay. we can so, so, so far, we have two points then. Uh, we have two out of 80. <clears throat> All right. Uh, what year was Nintendo founded? When was 18, their... 1880. When was their 100th anniversary? Oh, fuck. That's cool. a good question. Because they it's started the with 18... the Hanafudo cards. Yeah. 80s. A... I think it's 1885. I'm going to trust uh, you. I know it's in the 1800s. I'll, yeah. I'll throw in 1886. Just give us a bit of a range here. Well, we have to collectively agree on that. <laughs> oh, we have to collectively agree? Yeah, that's yeah, I think uh, it, five, five sounds right. I don't know why it does. All right, close we'll, enough. We'll go eighty-five. Yeah, I know it's eight, old. Eighteen eighty-nine. Uh, I knew it was somewhere in the eighteen eighties. Uh, all right, Blizzard Entertainment is most well known for what video game franchise? I feel like it's got to be World of Warcraft, right? It's got to be World it's of Warcraft. Either that or Diablo or Starcraft. But nah, it's got to be most World. well known. It's got to be. Yeah, WoW. you could, you could be say, WoW. say Warcraft. World of Warcraft. Let's yep, go. Easy. All right. What video game company collaborated with Sony on the PlayStation? Nintendo, Nintendo. did initially. Yeah, yeah wasn't there going to be a Nintendo PlayStation? Yeah. <laughs> so do we want to say Nintendo for this? Well, what is it? It says what video game company collaborated with Sony on the PlayStation? It was then, Nintendo. Yeah, Nintendo. Yeah. Okay. Nintendo was originally intended to be an add-on to the to the SNES until the deal fell apart and the companies parted ways. Nice. Hmm. 
What product did Nintendo things? What product did Nintendo first release before taking on the world of video games? These are Hanafuda cards. Yeah, they're cards. Yeah, yeah they they have playing cards. Fools. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the United States Air Force used what gaming console to create a cluster supercomputer? What video game? Con- the Air Force? A cluster supercomputer? Wait, uh, repeat. What? The United States Air Force used what gaming console to create a cluster supercomputer? Oh, oh, I- video froze at least. Hello? Uh, can you hear me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah this- okay. You guys didn't uh, freeze for me at all. Okay. Well, actually, so this is a funny story. There's actually a professor at URI who has about 40 stripped PlayStations that he's currently using as a supercomputer array. So you think it's a PlayStation? PlayStation? It could be a PlayStation. I know we have a professor. I think it might be... I think it might like be something weird, like the uh, television or something. Yeah, like, like like yeah, the master system. Uh, Fuck. I feel like PlayStation's a good guess. Uh, PlayStation's a good. Uh, good yeah, he's guess just using them for. He stripped. They're stripped of all the software and he's using them for raw computing power. All right, we're gonna say PlayStation. It was the PS3. Oh, okay. That, that was, makes sense. Pretty close. That, that was a super powerful thing back in the day. Uh, what yeah. food was the character Pac-Man modeled after? That's pizza. That's easy, right? I would assume, yeah. Wait, do you yes. not know this? No. So the story is that they they were trying to like develop a new video game, and they went out to pizza, uh, for pizza to like think. And one person took a single slice out of the pizza, and they're like, "That's a video game right there." That was Pac Man. <laughs> think about it. If you is take that, a single, is that sli- legit? That is legit. Look up huh. this. Uh, that sounds like something somebody could make up. Pac Man creator Toru Iwatani was eating pizza when he came up with the idea for the beloved character. Huh. Mm-hmm. I mean, it makes it's almost too Perfect much sense. sense. In the original arcade version of Donkey Kong, what was the name of the character would later be known as Mario? That's Jumpman. Uh, Jumpman. Yeah, yeah, it's Jumpman. Yeah. What is the best-selling handheld gaming system to date? The DS. Nintendo DS. Right. D- Do you agree, yeah. Adam? It's probably most likely. Right. It's either that or the Game Boy. It's the DS. Yeah. What was the first video game character to have a balloon featured in the Macy's Day Thanksgiving Parade? I think oh, it's first? God. I think it's Pikachu. Do you think so? I don't think there it were any Mario. I don't think the like video Pikachu games was were like mainstream enough until Pokemon. I think yeah, it was Pokemon was a video game first, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think it's Pikachu. Yeah, I can see it, it being Pikachu. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Oh, it was Sonic what? the Hedgehog. Yeah, oh, okay. That also I would have never guessed Sonic the Hedgehog. What is the I, most? I think it's it's very it makes a lot of sense. What is the most expensive video game made to date? I'm assuming expensive. This means like money that went into making the game. Yeah. Oh, I feel like I heard this recently. When or was know this? It. Hold on. Does this? Yeah. Like, wh- when do we? This is from October twelfth, twenty twenty. What was the most expensive oh, okay. video game made to date? If it's in based on inflation, it might be Final Fantasy seven. Maybe. Maybe, but if it's not inflated, Wait, don't, do you think it would be a later Final Fantasy, like fifteen? No, like ten or thirteen. I have no idea. If it's inflation, I think Final Fantasy VII's up there as one of the most expensive. I feel like I'm gonna kick myself after I hear this. Yeah, it'll probably make sense once we know it. Um, what I don't about know. Cyberpunk? How much money did they put into Cyberpunk? Not enough. <laughs> I feel like I know this somewhere in the back of my head, but I just can't. Yeah, yeah. me too. We're, you, we're gonna hit ourselves. What do you want to go with? I mean, uh, I like your I like your answer, assuming it's an inflation-based yeah. question. Okay, I guess we're going with Final Fantasy VII. 
Grand Theft Auto Five. Yeah, really? That makes sense. Yeah, I believe it. Really? What was the first virtual reality headset created? What year was the, the first? Vir- what year was the first virtual reality headset? This Virtual no Boy count. I got to. I got to imagine it would have been before that. And what was the Virtual Boy like? Eighty nine. Something like that. You, so you're thinking before then? I was thinking if it's not the Virtual Boy, then it's like the Oculus. Oh, if you think the Virtual Boy is the first, then that would have been like eighty nine. Yeah. Do you want to go with that? I mean, I want to. I'm thinking like Oculus Rift. No way. Hmm. It's it's existed in some form before that. The virtual 2012. Well, this is says virtual reality headset, not console. Virtual Boy was a headset. Was it? Yeah. Fuck. Then, what year did the Virtual Boy come out? I think '89. Let's go with that. Are we allowed to Google it? No. At least the release date. That's 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 cheating. Defeats the point of trivia. Then say '89. All right, '89. 95. Huh. The virtual. Really? Did the virtual boy come out that late? Yeah, did the that we can Google. Yeah, it came out in 95. Damn. Huh. Go figure. What crowdsource funding platform is responsible for the success of the Oculus Rift? <laughs> Speaking of Oculus Rift. Yeah. Crowd. Uh, it was. It was. It, it was be, Kickstarter, it's right? It's got to be Kickstarter. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's either be. Kickstarter or GoFundMe. It's not GoFundMe. Want to go Kickstarter? No, it's got to be Kickstarter's for the cool stuff. All right. Kickstarter. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Uh, how much did a virtual reality device cost in 1980? Uh, based on y- your question 15, where the first one came out in 1995, it didn't cost anything because they didn't exist yet. I don't <laughs> That's know. True. $1 million is dumb. Do they mean to, to make to, or to buy? I couldn't tell you. This is, this is a dumb one. This is a dumb question. One thousand dollars. This is forty-nine thousand dollars. The iPhone what? one, but spelled E Y E. What? Sure. What is the name of the science fiction writer in the nineteen thirties that predicted virtual reality? Why are there so many virtual reality questions? This is dumb. It's a fun topic. Is this Orwell? George uh, Orwell. Uh, do you know a sci-fi writer from the nineteen thirties? No. Isn't didn't mm. George Orwell write stuff in like what what year did nineteen eighty four come out? Like in the 40s. Well, wait, does it? I don't know. No, it was well before. That was a joke. Let's go with Orwell. Why not? George, it's the only George one Orwell I... died in 1950. All right, Orwell. Yeah. Stanley Weinbaum. Yep. This is bad. This is worse than Derek's trivia. <laughs> what year was the I mean, first prototype of the facts. home-based video game console developed? 76? Sure, why not? It's got to be in that range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 67. Oh, wow. Earlier than I thought. Who released the first flight simulator game? I'm not even... I'm just going to hit show answer. Yeah, it's got to be Microsoft. It was Microsoft. Nice guess. I Uh, thought I was asking for an individual person. That's not a guess. I thought it was like for a person. Uh, What popular dining... When I was was looking up the top 10 games of the 80s, Microsoft Flight Simulator is a game in the 80s. (laughs) What popular dining franchise is the founder of Atari also responsible for? So, like, the people yep. who made Atari, what what dining franchise did they also make? Like a, a restaurant? restaurant? Yeah, dining franchise, yeah. Cracker Barrel. Sonic? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Atari. Uh, who owns Atari? Atari owns Atari. Really? Well, then what does Atari own? Uh, that's R- a- R&B? A- just... A&W's? That sounds good to me. A&W? Yeah, why not? 
Chuck E. Cheese. What? <laughs> what? The people who own Atari oh, uh, founded Chuck E. Cheese. That's, that's hilarious. It's incredible. What position the more you know. did the creator of Game Boy have at Nintendo? What, what? What position did the creator of Game Boy have at Nintendo? I'm going to guess it's something weird. Like... Janitor. Custodial yeah, like... director. A janitor. Like yeah. You know it had to be some dumb bullshit answer because of all these dumb bullshit answers. All right, this next section is called. Now, some of these are actually pretty interesting. Easy... Oh well, now we're getting we're getting out of the history stuff. So yeah. Okay. So this next section I is like called history. Easy Video Game Trivia. Okay. Oh, what inspired game maker Satoshi Tajiri to create the character? To create the character Pokemon. What? Okay, ca- catching insects as a kid. Yeah, it's bugs. He was obsessed yeah, with bugs yeah. as a kid. I didn't know that. Butterflies. I'm, I'm giving it to us. Yeah, he he, ba- he based the idea. A butterfly is the bug. He based the idea off of when he used to catch butterflies and bugs as a kid. Yeah. What is a frag? A grenade. A grenade. Yeah. That's not even a. That's not even a video game question. That's just a question. <laughs> the Umbrella Corporation is a fictitious pharmaceutical company. In what game? Resident Evil, Evil baby. Ah, we're killing it. We're so good at this. Yeah. Mario first appeared in what video game? Danky Kong. Don- yeah. Mario Bros. <laughs> No, it's Unless you can jump, man is Mario. Hmm. I'm responding to Maris here. They, they now, now they, this is this is where we have to get into the meta of yeah. it because yeah. we're like, what does this website think it is? It's, they put Donkey Kong. I gave us the point. What yeah. is Mario's dinosaur sidekick? <laughs> Yoshi. Yoshi. Bring ha. It's Yoshisaurus T. Rec- Men- Munchakupa. The Munchakupa gets me every time. Yeah. <laughs> I always forget he has an actual name. Nintendo owns two of the most popular game franchises ever. The net worth of these two franchises equal the combined total of the remaining eight franchises in the top ten. What are they? Zelda and Mario. Gotta be Zelda and Mario. Or is it Pokemon? Oh, wait, Pokemon. Mario. Pokemon's up there as well. I gotta, I gotta imagine it's Zelda. That question. Nintendo owns two of the most popular gaming franchises ever. The net worth uh-huh. of these two franchises equal the combined total of the remaining eight franchises in the top ten. What are they? Yeah, Mario and Pokemon. You think it's Pokemon? Pokemon's so huge. You it's, don't understand. Okay. It's crazy. Mario, it's Mario and Pokemon. You right. Yeah. It just edges out Zelda a little bit. How many American household plays video games? Yes. <laughs> 10,000 million. Yeah, I'm not even sure. Gonna, don't even bother answering that How, question. Approximately two thirds with a distribution of 60% male and 40% female. Wait. That's under easy questions. What? In this Minecraft. Is, you did Google video game trivia, Jeff. In Minecraft, what typically results in setting an Enderman on fire? The sun? He, wait. No, what happens when you set nothing? It's he a, just takes damage. What results or from what result? from setting an Enderman on fire? Doesn't he just attack you? Yeah, he just takes damage. There's nothing. nothing Enderman usually happens. teleports to water for safety when set on fire, but then that's dr- but then drowns. So getting Enderman on fire effectively results in their suicide. Oh, huh. I, I'm not gonna miss the point on that one. I didn't know that. What are the paintings in Minecraft molded after? The paintings molded what? after molded. It must be like modeled is what they're trying to go for. Oh yeah, it's modeled. <laughs> it says modeled. Yeah. Uh, real drawings. I don't sure. Know, man. The pictures in Minecraft. It's like, do they mean the drawings themselves? Oh, uh, I'm gonna guess it's like old, uh, like old Microsoft Windows like screensaver backgrounds. 
Counter-Strike maps. Okay, I was... Weird. It was just as weird as my answer. You're in the easy question section. Oh, boy. This shows how much we know. There are four Minecraft questions in a row. In Minecraft, Minecraft, what real-life animal portrayed the sound effects for the ghast enemies? I don't even know what a ghast is. Are those those, like floating squids in the nether? Yeah. What real-life animal gave the sound? It says portrayed the sounds like an animal can do a portrayal of something. I don't know. They sound like babies, not animals. I'm going to guess a goat. That's a good guess. No, because it's like it's more whiny. It's closer to a cat. It was a cat. Oh, cat okay. was the oh we're, that you were saying the answer is cat, not yeah. that wasn't your guess. Yeah. Uh sorry. I was gonna guess a cat too, All right. Jeff. Give us a point. Go us. In Minecraft, <laughs> what is the group of Endermen called? A group? Yeah, you know, like Mo- a murder of crows, a gaggle Fucking, of geese. I don't know, a bunch of fuckers. Like they like <laughs> what? Endermen. That's, I'm, that's I'm, I'm just gonna show the the answer. Yeah. A haunting of Endermen. That's how is that an easy question? Why are there two Enderman questions? Who made these questions? <laughs> Who is the Nintendo character Mario's namesake? Mario Charles, Charles Martinet? Uh, no. It's um I just fucking read this. It's uh it's it was their landlord. Yeah. Yes, and he he let them slide a little bit, I think. It, I don't remember his last name, but it was their, it was their yep. landlord. Nintendo landlord, Mario Segale. I'm giving yeah, it Segale. to us. Yeah. What is the name of the first video game to be played in outer space? Probably Minecraft. Um, no, it's not. It's a... Uh, I know this. Do you? I used to. I heard it Tetris. Recently. It has to be Tetris. Go for, Yeah, just say Tetris. Sure. I feel like it's not that. But. Starcraft. Someone played... They brought a PC <laughs> up to space to play Starcraft? <laughs> yeah. What video game franchise has racked up over one billion dollars in lawsuits? Lawsuits. 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 One billion dollars in lawsuits. Fortnite from the dances. Uh, yeah. Could be. Could be. Do you have a better answer? Controversial video games in like the two thousands. The the quiz is from twenty twenty. Yeah. Yeah, I say Fortnite. That's a good answer. Grand Theft Auto. That's okay. right. Lindsay Lohan sued them because she thought she looked like the girl with the cell phone in the bikini. <laughs> All right. So dumb. Uh, what organization hosts a biannual charity event on Twitch revolving around speed runs? Uh, games I on wonder. quick. Yeah, games on quick. Bam. What is the average? What is the average of gamers in the United? <laughs> I kid you not. This says, what is the average of gamers in the United States? I'm going to guess they're going for average age. <laughs> I'm going to guess five inches. <laughs> oh, being generous, are we? <laughs> <laughs> I'm also guessing age, and my guess is going to be like 32. My guess, yeah, like yeah. 30s, my somewhere guess is, in the 30s. I mean, no, think about how young gamers are nowadays. I'm going to guess like 25. Yeah, but think about how many old gamers there are who have been playing since the 80s. Less. Less so than the amount of new kids playing Fortnite. Mm, you want to go 25? I'm going 25. It's 35, I told you. Oh, wow. So yeah. you, were, you were closer. Still wrong. Uh, what United States president was asked and declined to voice the in-game president character in Fallout 3? That would have been George Bush. Right? W? Probably. Prop, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Bill Clinton? Hmm. I guess it would have... I mean, how many living presidents are there? Yeah. I guess in my mind it would have been who the acting president was. 
No, that, I feel that like would there's have been no Obama. way they get the acting president to do that. <laughs> uh, what world market generators the most generates the most revenue in the video game industry? What world market generates the most revenue? Oh, what? China. Yeah. Yeah, it's got mobile be. games. Yeah, yeah, it's China. Hey, what question number are we on? I've lost count. That was eighteen, and there were what? twenty. That there what? were. Tw- there were 22 in the first section. It's broken up by section. Oh, okay. So we've done 30 okay. so far. Jesus, okay. We can stop at any time. I'm fine with that. Uh, what problem plagues up to 40% of virtual reality users? Motion sickness? Oh, yeah, easily. Yeah. Gotta be. What gaming console was largely considered a flop and before its time and effectively ended Sega's console effort in 2001? That's the Dreamcast. Yeah, mm-hmm. baby. What percentage of gamers considered online gaming a family bonding activity? It's I'm going to give it to us if we're in within 10. percent Yeah, uh, I'll say I think 30. 30. 30. I'm going 30. 35. Let's do 35. 35. 33. Wow. Give us a point. Within three percent. What country uh, tried to put a ban on midnight gaming? What the fuck does that even mean? Canada? I don't know. These are stupid questions. South Korea. That makes sense. What popular video game game character inspired the name of a human gene? Earthworm gene. No, it's Sonic the Hedgehog. It is Sonic the Hedgehog. The SHH gene. I knew that. Uh, What was Steve Wozniak, co-founder of Apple's favorite game? Easy video game questions, my ass. How are these? How do these not fall under the history category? It's the same thing. Marathon. What? What is marathon? It was the game that Bungie made before Halo. That's, that's when you run twenty six miles. That's not a video game. Marathon. Do you guys have a guess? I'm looking at the answer. If you guys can get it right, it's not marathon. If you give it right, I'll give us so, a point. Steve Wozniak. Yeah. Pac Man. I don't know. Tetris. I don't it know. was Tetris. Point for us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> What games did the famous actor Robin Williams reportedly name his child after? It's not reportedly. He did. That's fact. It's yeah, Zelda. Zelda. Yeah. Oh, apparently, he has a son named Cody from Final Fight. All right. These are hard video game trivia oh. questions. Watch these be easier. In the original Legend of... They're going to be easier. In the, the original Legend of Zelda, what was the maximum number of rubies? Why was it set to 255? Because that was the maximum like character limit of the NES computer. Capacity restraints like of integer values in an eight bit system. Yep. Yeah, yeah you, if you go by eight bit, two fifty six is a thing where it caps. So yeah. But you also you have hit, to have zero as a thing, so Yeah. And so you're you're down. So what was the first gaming console to have internal memory? The Super Nintendo or the, the no the, the Nintendo Entertainment System, right? No internal. What is oh, it? You, uh, so like the no memory is, card. Yeah, needed. the stuff is saving onto the oh. console itself. I think it's the Xbox. Because so, no, you, the, need, you definitely needed memory cards for the first Xbox, right? No. Yeah. Wait, really? No. Because you, you needed them on a GameCube. You I know needed you, them for you PlayStation Two, PS Two. I don't think you need. I think it's the Xbox. You had it on Dreamcast too. What about Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty? I think it's the Xbox. Aiden, did you have an original <laughs> Xbox? Did you need memory cards? Original Xbox. The Sega Saturn huh. shipped with one megabyte of internal memory. 
Interesting. <laughs> We've come a long Oops. way. What game did the character Sonic first appear in? Probably not Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, it was the Sega Saturn. You're wrong. Sorry, what? Uh, what game did Sonic first appear in? Sonic the Hedgehog. I don't think What's it's. That? I think he yeah, guessed. Gotta be a trick. He guessed appeared in something else first. Really? Like some sort of puzzle game. Hmm. I don't. I don't know. I don't know it. I just say Sonic. Sonic One. Nope. He was first in a game called Red Mobile. Huh. Interesting. The reference to a stolen street roll has been a running gag with what game developer? Uh, oh, Bethesda. A stolen what roll? Sweet roll. Huh. It's Bethesda. Bethesda? They talk sure. about it in Skyrim all the time. Okay. Bethesda, yeah. Yeah, all right. Never heard that before. In the game Bioshock, what was the original name for the gene bank? I don't even know what that is. I didn't play Bioshock. Adam, you just yeah. I know I know what it is. I did play Bioshock. Yeah. I don't know what the original name for it was supposed to be. All right, I'm just gonna click the answer. Plasmy quick. Oh, oh yeah, because I heard that. Mm-hmm. I've heard that before. The name makes sense, but what is the name of the planet that is home to the game Gears of War? I always thought Gears of War was on like a futuristic Earth. Yeah, isn't it Earth? No, I don't think it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sarah. Nope. What was the Doesn't weapon play. choice? What was the weapon cho- choice nearly cut from Gears of War over creative differences? The uh the 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 saw, the chainsaw? That's like the big Gears of War thing, right? The chainsaw? Yeah. Yeah, yeah chainsaw. Bam. Wow. Why are the, why two Gears of War questions? What time period was LA Noir modeled after? Wasn't that like the, the 1920s? Yeah, the 20s? I thought it was the 50s. Maybe. Hmm. It might be the 50s. 50s. Yeah, go 50s. The, I think it's the 50s. The 40s. Damn it. Oh, uh, close. Uh, close enough. What is the name of the siren character in Borderlands? Oh! Lilith. Lilith. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Lilith. Yep. You're right. In Alan yeah. Wake, what is unique about the creative process for the game's enemies? I've never played Alan Wake. I have no idea. Enemy characters uh, were created by pouring water over the original artwork for a smeared look. Interesting. What country refused to provide a rating for Fallout 3 due to morphine use in the game? <clears throat> Name a country. Australia. France. If South any Korea. of us are right, I'm giving us a point. It was Australia. Wow. <laughs> really? Yeah. Huh. What American Weird. car manufacturer inspired the cars in Fallout 3? That has to be Ford, right? That's like the all-American car, and that's what Fallout is. It's like, oh, it happens in the, the 50s or the 40s when it's like all, everything's about, oh, America, and white picket fence. Sure, It's go got to be it. Ford. Yeah, why not? It's Ford. Nice. Yeah, nice. In 2011, an online puzzle gamer solved what biochemical mystery, Adam? I'm a physicist. Wrong science. I think I'd put this. This was in a project that I did in high school. Okay. I don't remember any about anything about it. Uh, identified the crystal structure of AIDS virus and had previously been unsolved by scientists for 15 years. Yes. Neat. That is correct. What band has made more sales off of its Guitar Hero album than any of its actual recorded <laughs> albums? Uh, what? Guitar Hero. Who did Aerosmith? Who did? Who had Guitar Hero games? It's it was Aerosmith, off its Guitar Hero album. 
What does that mean? Guitar Hero album? My guess is Dragon Force. Probably. People love <laughs> Dragon Force in Guitar Hero, but don't well, actually listen to Dragon But Force. what does it mean by Guitar Hero album? Like Maybe the like album DLC? that features no, a Guitar Hero song? Maybe they, like, they get the money from the DLC. I'm going to say Dragon Force. Dragon Force is a good guess. Yeah, let's go with that. Oh, it was Aerosmith. But these, ah, see, these morons spelled it A-R-R-O-W. Smith. Not well, maybe there's a maybe there's a real band that's Aerosmith, but it's spelled that way. This this is painful. This is very yeah. This sucks. What classic video game was named because the creator misunderstood a translation? Uh oh, Eris. Yes. Donkey what? Kong was named because the creator thought that donkey meant stupid in English. <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny. What? Uh, what game franchise did the creator pay to have negative press cover coverage to promote the game? Oh, that's uh, Earthbound, I think. No, not, it's Grand Theft Auto. What, really? What is uh, the Earthbound? Is the Earthbound? I was thinking along the lines because Earthbound's all every, all of Earthbound's promotion was like this game stinks. What is the name of the video game designed to treat depression? All of crossing. <laughs> Why not? Sparks with an X. Never heard of it. What does Brazil? Why does Brazil charge 120 percent on video games for import reasons? I think. Sure. An old law on the books in Brazil classifies video games as gambling, resulting them in having extra tax. What element okay. was Nintendo sued and lost for, resulting in payouts? Epsilon. Is it uh, epileptic seizures because of that episode of Pokemon? That makes Ooh, sense. Yeah. Wouldn't that be the Pokemon company, or does Nintendo still... This is another one you... It's the blisters from playing uh, Mario Party. That's right. How many people yep. sing the opening song to Skyrim? What? Uh, 16. How many... Oh, you mean like how many people are in the choir? Do you know that? No, I'm guessing. 30. Okay. 30? Sure. Why not? But they layered it, so it sounds like 90. What planet is most similar to the... Scalable size of the Minecraft world, Pluto. Oh, it's it's actually huge. I'm gonna go with Jupiter. No, really? Jupiter's. You don't trust understand me. how Jupiter, how big Jupiter is. No, trust me. The I think it's 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 deceptively big if you scale it Minecraft size. All right. It's Neptune. Okay. Uh, what was the original intent of the Sims? Porn. <laughs> really? You think? Do you know that? No. It's an architecture simulator. Okay. Huh. That's the more PG version. Okay. Uh, do we want to keep going? We don't have a How lot left. How many do we have left? Let's yeah, we're, we're already We're We've made it 11. Oh, we only have 11 left. Yeah. Let's we got to finish. Power through. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Um, is this? <laughs> yeah. This is internet entertainment influencers in gaming trivia. Aww. What video game franchise does Rooster Teeth use for their show Red and Blue? That's Halo. Uh, yeah. No, I think it's actually... Uh, yeah, it's Halo. <laughs> what popular streaming service launched in June 2011 allows content creators to stream video games? That's Twitch. Yeah. Which we are currently streaming live on right now. Uh, when yeah. Google created a playable Pac-Man game for its homepage in 2010, how many hours of gameplay did it take... Did it see from the collective internet? Probably like over a billion. 
Easily over a billion. I don't know. I think a billion is a lot, you guys. 500 million? I don't know. I'll say 3 million. 5 million. Let's see. You were close. Okay. What video close. game is taken so seriously in South Korea it's officially recognized as an eSport? A League lot, but probably League of Legends. Maybe StarCraft. Mm-hmm. StarCraft. That was dumb. Like, are you... Did I say StarCraft fast enough to get it? I'll give it to us. Yeah. The question was dumb. There's a lot. It's officially recognized as an eSport. You mean... Like, like E-sport? Yeah. You mean like dozens of video games? <laughs> uh, the Obama campaign paid for in-game advertising in what game? This has to be Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Or Minecraft? No, it's not Minecraft. It's Grand Theft Auto. Burnout Paradise? What? <laughs> oh. All right. This last section is called movie based on video games trivia. Okay. Oh, what is the highest grossing movie based on a video game? It was. And this is in 2020. Sonic the Hedgehog. October yeah. 2020. No, we watched it. Yeah. In... Oh yeah, it was. No, it was 2020. That was, that was the beginning of 2020. Yeah. You think it's Sonic? Well, I mean, it based, broke the record. based on the track record of this article, it probably doesn't say it, even though that is objectively truth. Detective Pikachu. That's it. False. Must not have been That's updated. just that's just not a true fact. John Leguizamo, I can never say his name, and Bob Hoskins portrayed which video game brothers? It's Mario and Luigi. Yeah. Okay. What movie franchise influenced the creation of the game Doom? What movie uh, franchise? Uh, movie franchise. Evil Dead? I think Evil Dead. Is that Evil makes Dead sense. like a shooter? Oh, or, I, no, mean, does I was Evil... wrong. You're not going to What is it? Aliens. No. Huh. Oh, no, Aliens, I, I Aliens was the influence for Metroid, I'm pretty sure. That's Yeah, that's true. Mortal Kombat was originally developed as a licensed game version of what popular movie before licensing deals fell through and the game was released independently? Mortal Kombat was originally developed as a licensed game version of what popular movie? Bloodsport? Uh, that's Are a there guess. Any... Yeah. Is Bloodsport a popular movie? Yeah, Bloodsport. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What Mortal Kombat character was created based off of widely circulated rumors, but was actually an uh, an unintentional error code in the original arcade game? This is Reptile, because uh, Reptile is just a green version of Scorpion and uh, uh, Sub Zero, uh. and it was actually just an error code. Huh. The Red Scorpion. Oh no, Ermac. Oh, that's right. I forgot about Ermac. Uh, it was an error code, and it's it said E R M A C five, error error macro code five, and then they <laughs> just turned him into an actual character named Ermac. That's hilarious. Uh, when Vin Diesel film, what Vin Diesel film was sued for its original title Diablo by Blizzard Entertainment, who already had a game by the same name. What Vin Diesel film was sued for its original title Diablo? Oh, so it was originally called Diablo. Oh, so Blizzard had Diablo. So I guess Vin Di- one of Vin Diesel's movies triple was originally X. going to Fast and Furious. No, it's got to be Triple X. What else has Vin Diesel been in besides? I don't know. Fast what, and I don't even know what Triple X is. A man apart. Yeah, get out of here. Uh, all right. So in the end, we got Thirty-eight out of how many was it? Eighty. Eighty. We didn't that's even get pretty, half. That's pretty close. I mean, some of those are kind of dumb. A like lot of very them, niche. Uh, a lot of them were bullshit. really dumb. Very yeah. niche facts. Yeah, very, but I mean, lesson dumb. learned: just make trivia next time. 
Yeah, you know, I wasn't or sure ask, what to have like, the topic be, and everyone bailed. So if you if you're ever unsure, just ask me. I'll whip something up. Fair enough. I figured we'd try this at least once and see how it went. Well, I didn't now we know we never do, do it again. 80. Uh, all right. Well, that brings us to this the end of this episode of the Game Sharp Podcast. Thank you very much for listening. If you stuck through all eighty of those trivia questions, I'm sorry, <laughs> and thank you. I don't know. You can check us. Maybe learn something. You can check us out streaming live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash gamesharks podcast we stream 7 p.m eastern time on uh thursday nights every week you can find our website thegamesharks.com where we have a bunch of reviews in progress i think andrew we decided is going to review ratchet and clank maybe maybe uh, i might write up a thing for the yuffie dlc it depends on how how big and in-depth it gets and how much i want to talk about it uh, but yeah, we got some stuff in the works and obviously you can go check out my Resident Evil 8 review, uh, while you're there. Uh, Jose streams on Twitch just about every day. Haywire underscore J go check him out there. And you can send us an email at gamesharkspodcast at yahoo.com. Just like Mike did and send us any discussion questions that you have. Uh, if you want to have us talk about, or if you get excited about anything that happens during E3, or Summer Games Fest over the next week, send us an email so you can uh, be a part of the discussion for our next week's episode. Just a heads up, next week's episode is going to be only E3 discussions. No news, no what we've been playing, no trivia, just E3 discussions. So and with that. any luck, we'll have a lot of cool things. Oh, there's going to be a ton of stuff to talk about. It's going to take us Zelda, come on. Zelda. Starfield is going to be there. That is confirmed. Who said that? Is that Jason new? Trier. Oh, <laughs> I thought that was Jeffy Grub Grub. Both of them. Uh, anyways, <laughs> I do believe with that, we are finished.